All right, it is the FastX Sports Show special Tuesday, February 9th edition, and today's show is going to sound a little bit different. Uh, maybe you already think I'm a hater. Maybe you already think you know I'm a negative Nancy or whatever you want to call me. Maybe it's just because I just started a diet two days ago and I'm not in a very good mood, but there's just a few different things that have been on my mind a lot lately uh, that I just feel the need to kind of air out and say it over a podcast instead of over a tweet or a blog or something, something where I can fully flesh out my ideas. I have five different things that I want to talk about today. Uh, but right off the rip, thanks for listening. Uh, if you haven't checked out any of Scrambled Legs content, uh, they have three different podcasts on that network. Make sure you check out Benny the Jets. Uh, seven blogs dropping this week about uh, girl power, all different albums. It's about albums you never thought you would listen to, but they're good. It's kind of insane. Like a Dolly Parton blog he just wrote the other day. I read, and little do I know, now I'm like kind of intrigued to listen to a Do- Dolly Parton album. Uh, she's a pretty eccentric character who has her own uh, roller coaster. Um, place uh roller coaster tycoon whatever you want to call it and it's just pretty awesome amusement park there it is but uh without further ado i'm gonna take a quick break and then i'm gonna come right back with my very first complaint of the week there's five of them this week you don't want to miss them number one's the biggest one yet Number one. Um, so this one starts with my favorite country uh, music singer, uh, or was, uh, Morgan Wallen. The guy has been dropping number one hit after number one hit, uh, but he's had a troubled past. Uh, he's, you know, said the N-word before. Uh, most recently, uh, there was a video of him caught by the neighbor's, uh, like, I don't even know, uh, porch security camera that basically caught him saying the N-word after a night out drinking to one of his friends who was, like, drunk, uh, passed out in the yard here's the thing about this guy he's kind of been on like a little bit of a downward spiral outside of like the music realm like he basically went out partying the night before snl even though COVID was like a huge thing that they warned him about like hey you can't be doing this right before we have you on to perform and have you on with all these all of our actors and he didn't care he just went out and partied anyway said fuck it this guy is he's from tennessee he's from the south but the thing that really bothers me more than him even saying it is people's like reaction to it uh, I have no problem with how Morgan Wallen's handled himself necessarily since then. Uh, we haven't heard anything from him. You know, he, he needs to pay his penance. Let me get this out of the way. He needs to pay his penance. For people who are saying on Facebook, most notably Facebook, the freaking hell on earth of social medias, I, one of my favorite things I saw was somebody saying, um, this guy, uh, have you ever listened to a rap song? Which, they send the N-word millions of times. Dude, I mean, do I really have to explain it that that is like they're African Americans? That is their race. It's really it's like part of the music. It's the, it's like they're it's okay if they say it. I, why would like would it be weird for a white person to say cracker? No, it's the same sort of thing. It's the same exact sort of thing. You, that is such a stupid like just idiotic thing to say, especially when not even that long ago, like within a lifetime ago, we, there was slavery going on. To within two hundred years, there was slavery. So I don't understand how you can say things like, oh, well, they can say it, but we can't. Like, that's not fair. Like, dude, get off your stupid Facebook high horse. You have no idea what you're talking about. I'm sorry, uh, all the girls who fan fanboy out for Morgan Wallen that your little pretty, uh, you know, country boy isn't perfect. I'm sorry that you can't tweet about how much you love them every two seconds now. 
find somebody else. There'll be somebody else to come through the country music space that isn't racist. Uh, and if you're saying like, oh, we just let it slip. Listen, you don't just let that slip with a hard R. You don't even really let it slip without the hard R. It is something that you say all the time. I've always heard the saying, and I've always kind of believed it, that drunk actions are sober thoughts. He's thinking that word. And he's putting that word into action. Listen to any of his songs. Listen to an interview with the guy. You can tell. He's racist. He's, he's one of my favorite people. Now, that doesn't mean that he's necessarily like, we should just blackball him from everything. I think the pr appropriate response is what everyone's doing right now. Sponsors are dropping him. Uh, radio isn't playing him. Like... He should lose money from this. He should have to completely revitalize his image, Tiger Woods style, uh, before he can come back and have his songs on the radio and you know be dropping albums and be the guy who he was before this incident happened. But then you see things like, oh, his album sales are going up right now. How in God's green earth is a guy who just dropped the N word? Are his album sales like skyrocketing? You know, I never really thought that like America and a lot of these pieces were so racistless. I understand like. If you and I do sympathize with the fact that, like, yes, he made a mistake, and he could possibly, like, I don't know him personally, it could have just been a one-off thing that just crazy happenstance happened and somehow got caught on camera. That could be the, the what happened. But if you are one of these people who is like, I support Morgan Wallen, like, I don't understand that line of thinking. If you want to still, you know, subscribe to his music and listen to his music and all that sort of stuff, but if you're standing like on this platform on social media, like tweeting out pictures of this guy and saying I stand with him, like he just went through war, dude. He said a derogatory word. He, it's like, and everyone knows how bad that word is. So I just love how people are like coming to stand behind him, like he's like a war veteran. His music sales are going up right now. His music sales are going up. I guess no publicity is bad publicity, but his music sales should not be rocketing up right now for a guy that already had like five straight number ones. Those are people that I just feel like that is like a racist way to look at it. If you want to maybe, you know, be like sort of the sympathizer where you see like, hey, like, hey, it's I don't think we should just completely tear down this guy's character. Everything he's done. He makes a lot of good music just for saying one word, but he should have to, he has a penance to pay. He has 100% has a penance to pay. Like I said, take his sponsors, take him off the radio for now, uh, give him some bad pub, and then if he wants to, you know, come back and I'm not sure what it takes, whether it's, you know, going to seminars or uh, speaking out against, you know, speaking in support of Black Lives Matter or whatever the heck it is to kind of get his image back on track, then he should do that. That's what he should do. But for the people who are sitting here, and this is like just a very small percentage of people in America, I feel like who almost are, like, happy he said it just so they could throw their weight behind this guy and, like, basically turn him into, like, their racist, like, folklore hero. It, it's a joke. It's a joke. He said a bad word. He clearly has probably said that before. He's had incidences like this before. He needs to pay his penance. And if you're one of these people that are sitting there parading around, like, acting like he did nothing wrong and nothing should change in, in like, album sales or anything like that, you're crazy. You're 110% crazy. He should be pumped. I, I love, I listen to interviews of this guy. He is my, one of my favorite country singers. Listen, I am up there with the Morgan Wallen fans, but it's like at some point you just can't turn a blind eye to this and he should have a penance to pay. Now, am I saying that like, if he does the right steps, like, am I going to not listen to his music? No. If he does all the right steps and comes back and revitalizes his image, uh, I would 100% be 100% here for him to like have the same success that he currently has and for him to listen to his music. Listen, I don't like R. Kelly. R. Kelly's a terrible person, but I can't argue the fact that I Believe I Can Fly is just an absolute banger of a song. And that's where I stand on Morgan Wallen. If you're one of these girls who has always been obsessed with this guy and tweets about tweets out pictures of him every single day, Man Candy Monday, I'm sorry. Uh, but just keep your mouth shut for this one. Whew. All right, number two. 
a little bit lighter note, uh, but still irritates me nonetheless. This is a little bit of old news, but if you remember the AFC Championships games uh, with the Green Bay Packers losing and the Buffalo Bills losing, uh, where Stefan Diggs and Malik Taylor, who's actually a Ferris State alum for Green Bay, was standing on the field while the other teams are celebrating. This has been like a really popular thing. Uh, this was cool when Josh Norman did it in like the 2015 Super Bowl. That was cool. Uh, it's been done about 400 times since, and people act like, and every time they do it, ESPN, Bleacher Report, uh, all these different sites blow it up and act like this guy is like, he's got such a chip on his shoulder now for watching the confetti fall, like, by himself. Notice how it's always one guy. Notice how it's always a diva. Notice how it's Stefan Diggs, or it's a wide receiver that you never heard of, like a third string wide receiver on Green Bay Packers. Like, oh, are you going to work super hard and make sure that Aaron Rodgers, this doesn't happen to Aaron Rodgers, probably the greatest, maybe the greatest, most talented quarterback ever? Like, you watching this is going to sway the sway it next year? Like, I, what are you even talking about? It's like, what? get off the field. You're not doing this for motivation. And then right on cue with Stefan Diggs, you know, everyone was blowing this up. And then a day later, he literally posted on his Instagram, like, I'm so motivated. I can't wait to get back out there. Uh, that's 100% why you did it. You did it so that your girlfriend and, uh, you know, slapdick ESPN or whoever the heck guy can take a picture of you on the sideline watching the other team celebrate. You're not angry. You're not angry in that moment. You're literally watching it and you're thinking, I look badass. That's the 100% the only reason you do it. But my personal favorite one uh, was a Cincinnati, like, slot receiver after the Peach Bowl when they lost to Georgia. He did the same exact thing. And, and I'm just thinking to myself, you're never going to be in the Peach Bowl again. You're never going to be in the Peach Bowl again. You're never going to be in a BCS Bowl again. Like, what are you using this for motivation for? The Buffalo Wild Wings Bowl next year? The Detroit uh, Little Caesars Bowl? Go back to the locker room. Uh, you know, be motivated with your teammates. This is such a look-at-me move that I just can't stand it. And then you have another look-at-me move on Twitter in a completely different way, but similar thing. Right after the Super Bowl, Allen Robinson's tweet, Allen Robinson, uh, Chicago Bears wide receiver, is tweeting out, uh, like, monocle emoji. Uh, and then tweeting out, I just want a ring, no cap. And my favorite reply, Cordell Patterson, stud special teams player, a pro bowler, says, quote unquote, what's the plan then? So what's the plan then? That's what I love. Like, you don't see Tom Brady tweeting this out. You don't see linemen uh, tweeting this out. You don't see linemen standing after the game, the people who they don't want any of the praise. You don't see them standing looking for motivation. Just get the hell off the screen, man. And maybe that makes me a hater. And I know Stefan Diggs is like a pro bowl. Like, he's clearly a stud. But that doesn't mean that I can't disagree with what he did right there. That doesn't mean that it, I'm not 100% right on the fact that that was not for quote-unquote motivation. That was so you could be on ESPN the next day acting like you were just so heartbroken about the loss. If you're so hard about, heartbroken about the loss, go ask Tom Brady who's in his locker crying after, after these games, even after winning six Super Bowls. Go tell it to him. Go tell him, like, hey, Tom, I'm just going to go stand out on the field. You go in the locker room with the rest of the team. I'm just going to stand out here and uh, remember this moment. Like I said, cool when the Panthers did this with, like, 10 of their, like, DBs, like, after the Super Bowl against the Broncos with Josh Norman leading the charge. Not cool all this time later when it's you by yourself and it's always the diva. Not cool whatsoever. All right, moving on. Man, I'm talking a million miles a minute. I'm sorry if this is incoherent, but I just got a lot of thoughts to get down right now. Uh, number three. Uh, number three and four are actually pretty alike. Uh, number three is the frat boy betting videos that are maybe the most popular videos on the internet right now. 
Uh, I feel so. If you don't know what I'm talking about, this is where it's like it's there's a camera. There's three guys standing in front of the TV, all like you know young twenties. Uh, clearly, you can tell that they're like either living in a dorm together or a frat house or something. Uh, and they have like some stupid bet, like dude, we bet not to have a touchback on the very first kickoff. And they probably bet like ten dollars. But notice how there's a camera on them, and they're losing their minds. Like when the guy returns the kick out of the end zone because they won ten dollars. You didn't win the Super Bowl. You aren't Dave Portnoy. You aren't some serious, like, sharp gambler. Uh, put the Ford Loco down uh, and go hit the books. All right? It, it's annoying. And for some reason, they go viral every single time. And each of them is dumber than the last. Like I said, it's the stupidest of bets. It's not like some long shot parlay, uh, you know, 10 leg, $100,000. It's literally a minus 100 bet, even odds bet. And they're winning it, probably bet $10. Like I said, Super Bowl prop bet, one of like 50 prop bets they probably had that day. A little bit drunk, trying to like be a, get a little bit of clout. It's just so fucking annoying, man. Shut it down. Shut down the videos. But should I be talking about sports betting? No. And that leads me right into my number four. Uh, Super Bowl, uh, hand up. If you followed my bets, uh, I got a little cute with it. Uh, with the online betting and the ability to bet on all these different Super Bowl prop bets, this is my first Super Bowl that I was legitimately able to place bets 100% and get payouts. I was a kid in a candy shop, you know, little bit uh, too cute with it, as uh, my man Spin Dog like to say, likes to say. Uh, a lot of my bets were kind of contradictory. Um, I didn't do enough research into the Scotty Miller thing. I thought that the fact that Antonio Brown was listed as doubtful meant that he was not going to play. And little do I know, Scotty Miller was basically not even in the game plan other than one scripted play the first series of the game where they ran a stupid toss reverse to him. Was, didn't touch the field other than that. Hand up on that. I needed to focus more on, you know, more for sure bets. I just lost. I just was so off. And what's most annoying about a, a thing like a Super Bowl where I have all these prop bets that are all kind of aligned with each other is as soon as, like, you can tell the game going away from the Chiefs, literally all those prop bets are lost. It, it was tough to watch. It was just tough to watch. But one positive note I will say uh, about the Super Bowl is Tom Brady. I mean, what else can you say about this guy? He is literally the best athlete ever. There's no argument against it. Football is so much harder to win Super Bowls than it is for a guy like LeBron James or Michael Jordan to win four out of seven games in a series and win the NBA championship. It's not even comparable. And the fact that this guy has been so close so many times and the fact that he's made it to 10 different Super Bowls and has been overstretched over the course of his like 23-year career, it's just insane. How impressive it is. Every, and, and basically, my number one thing is, hey, I'm starting this diet today. I, do I need to get on this TB12 method? The guy doesn't eat tomatoes because they cause inflammation. He doesn't drink caffeine. Do I need to get on this? I, like, I, I, it sounds so crazy what he does. He doesn't drink uh, like tap water. But then you look at what he's doing and like the way that he just like trains with Alex Guerrero where he, has, like, he doesn't even weightlift anymore. Like, it's so smart. He is so ahead of his time, and he's laying down the groundwork for guys like Patrick Mahomes who have so much pressure to try and catch him. Like, hey, Patrick Mahomes, maybe you should honestly follow this TB12 method, and any NFL players and any people, any person in general who wants to be healthy should be following this TB12 method. The guy is a one-man dynasty. I lost so much respect for flipping. I love Bill Belichick. You know he's a damn good coach, but, I mean, did you really have to yell at Brady all those times, like in film studies i know that you kind of have like this it's every guy's equal all this and that but i mean my god look what tom brady did when Tampa bay just gave him the keys he went and got antonio brown when he got leonard Fournette, red and got rob 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 Gronkowski, turned this offense into like a, just a stud offense rallied an entire team a seven and nine team last year just totally around this guy tom brady is 
the best athlete we have seen in our generation, and he is the best athlete that will ever play in the NFL. I don't care if he doesn't run a 5, 540. I don't care if he's, quote-unquote, not as talented as Aaron Rodgers, which what does that even mean? Who do I want as my quarterback? Do I want Aaron, like, a lot of guys who think he's like a douchebag Rodgers, or do I want Tom Brady who brings in a guy like Antonio Brown who wouldn't even practice because his helmet couldn't fit last year, brings him down to Tampa Bay. You don't even you forget he's pretty much even on the team until he's running a perfect screw route in the Super Bowl for a touchdown. He lives with Brady. He does all these things. He just has everybody clipping along and following whatever that guy does. He is the best player. He's the most talented ever. He's got the adequate arm strength. He has the best pocket presence. He's so accurate. He's so smart. Like, what is talent? At the end of the day, what is talent? I'm so sick of the Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes is more talented. That's so stupid. Enough, enough. This guy is the best there's ever been at the position, and he's the best there ever will be. All right. Uh, my last thing I'm getting on uh, today, thank you for listening. A little bit shorter podcast. It's, it's a million miles a minute. I like to call it a NASCAR podcast. But the last thing I'll talk about is Super Bowl related as well. And that is the weekend halftime show. Uh, let me just throw this out on the table first off. A lot of people will be like, oh, were you not entertained? Uh, like, not cool of you to like hate on the halftime show. Like, you couldn't do any better. I know I couldn't do better. I'm going to compare his halftime show to other halftime shows of the past. Was I entertained? Yes. Did it take my breath away? No shot. I love the weekend songs. I love his music, but it just was so underwhelming. He, like, I, I mean, I've just seen, like, just coming to the top of my head. I mean, you have Katy Perry coming in on a freaking, like, dragon uh, for her halftime show. You have Lady Gaga jumping off the top of the stadium, doing ten different, like, wardrobe changes. Uh, you have, like, Beyonce doing, like, the sweetest, like, halftime show with all these different, like, lights and shit. And then you just have The weekend uh, doing this whole, like... Hour, like year-long performance where I'm supposed to like follow this like movie story and read these like million different articles to even have an idea of what's going on in this halftime show. It, it was just confusing as hell. I, I thought it was like from the movie Us. I thought that was what he was going for at first. And then I turn out it's like something along the lines of he's been blinded by the lights. Hollywood's trying to recreate him or some shit. I don't even know. He didn't change his outfit once. He didn't have anyone, like, he's not a big enough star to not have another person come out there with him. I don't know if it's Drake. I don't know if Post Malone. Ariana Grande, you were not a big enough star to just try to go this, like, all by yourself. Was I entertained? Yes. Was it just totally underwhelming? Yes. And if you are hating on me, like, for my opinion, like, one question I'll ask is, I was just talking about how Katy Perry and all these people had, like, all these lights and, like, ex freaking sweet-ass, like, props. He put $7 million of his own money into this? Like, where did it go? Literally, the entire field didn't even have any props on it. It was just a bunch of people dancing. Uh, the, like, props at the start, it wasn't even, like, blow-your-mind-level shit. Like, where did that $7 million go? I love The weekend. I'm, I am hating on his performance. I'm not hating on him as, as an artist. I mean, like, that's such elite category to be compared against other people that have performed at halftime. It's all the best artists that there's ever been, right? Prince, Michael Jackson, Justin Timberlake twice, <laughs> Maroon 5. Like, you are in such elite category that it's almost not fair to compare you to those guys. But when you take it upon yourself and there's all this like hoopla and you know anticipation for this huge halftime show, maybe bring out a guest. Maybe change your outfit once. <sighs> maybe just like sound better. I know that like a live performance, you normally don't sound that great, and he was doing like jumping in and out of bodies and shit. It just didn't sound good. Just didn't sound good. Can we get a guy like a Drake? Can we get a guy like a Post Malone? The people who are honestly a lot more popular than the weekend? Like, I feel like a lot of the lead up to the talk of this halftime show is like, how is the weekend even doing a halftime show? It's like, I didn't even know, like, I'm asking around the room. Nobody even knows who this guy is when I'm watching the party, when I'm watching it. Just insane. Just insane. But all right. 
<sighs> Sorry to drag down your probably entire Tuesday, uh, but I just need to get that out uh, into the open, get that off my chest. Fats complaints of the week. I don't know if this is going to be a reoccurring segment or not, but I just, th- that stuff has been building up in my brain and taking up headspace in my brain for a long time. So it's time for me to get it out in the open. And that's what I did here. Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you check out Scrambled Legs, especially the uh, Girl Power uh, album reviews by Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Uh, and make sure you check out Scrambled Legs as well. And make sure you check out the blog. Uh, I'm in the middle of building a Matt Stafford blog right now. It's a long-ass one. I don't know if anyone will read it. I'm not even sure if it's worth my time. But I'm having a good time uh, writing it. So thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for subscribing to Fast Exports. And I'll talk to you later. Super-